Hi, Sally. Hey, Tyla. It's 11-11. Oh, look. It's not 11-11 here. It's 2-11 where I am. That's okay. But it I can pretend counts. it's 11-11. It counts. I promise. Do you make a wish when, when it's 11-11? Um, sometimes I do, but usually I just give gratitude. Mm-hmm. I have been seeing repeating numbers on the clock so often now that I think I just got kind of tired of making wishes, which is silly. <laughs> you shouldn't get tired of making wishes. You should just make wishes every single time you have an opportunity to do that. So maybe yeah. I'm going to shift that now that I've said that out loud. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. That sounds like more fun. Yes. I also write them down every time I see them because it's oh. freaking me out how much it happens. Like I'll see like seven or eight times in a day. Yeah. Like at 222, 333, 444, all those things. Anyway. Yeah, I have that. And then I also will have like, my phone will have like 13% and it'll be like 913. That happens way more than like the actual time. Mm. Um, or like my laptop. Will Wait, say what's that 913? I don't know what that is. No, Two nothing. It's numbers? just that then 13, my phone will be at 13% and it'll be like whatever 13. Oh, oh, oh. And so then I'll, so then when I'm looking at it, it looks like it's 1313 because I'm seeing that. Ah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. So that happens a lot. They get really creative, my angels. Oh boy. Those <laughs> angels. They're tricky. <laughs> They're great. I love them. Oh, me too. All right. What are we doing here? We're recording a podcast. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, what is the best thing that has happened to you this week? It's actually been like a week since I talked to you this time. So yes. that's like, uh, I feel like I have so much to catch up on. <laughs> What's going on? What's the best thing that happened to you this week? <laughs> okay. The best thing, I have thought of a lot of things. So oh, I'm going to pick one and see what, see what happens. See if I feel like sharing the rest. Um, one thing that happened that was great was that Justin and I went on an adventure. We went to Pasadena on Saturday Um, we like going on adventures. That's like our thing. And so we just like took the Metro out there. I like how you say like, that's our thing. Like usually it's your thing by accident. I feel like. Yes. Right. Yeah. No, that it's true. That's true. It's just like going to be a normal day. And then all of a sudden it's like, wow, we are really having an adventure. So I like that now you're like, let's consciously decide to have an adventure. (laughs) Well, we did it like, yeah, this is only our We've, we've had some conscious adventures in the past, but now that it's such a, like a thing that happens by accident that now we've just decided, yeah, that like anything that feels like it might be bigger than like, let's just watch TV is now an adventure. (laughs) So like a couple of weeks ago, and so then we just embraced the adventure of it. Cause then a couple of weeks ago we went, um, we just drove, we just drove like Northeast and just like he decided where we were getting off and we had to try, we had, we had to give it two tries because <laughs> the first time he, we ended up in a town that was nothing. And then we had to get back on the highway or freeway or whatever. Um, and then we ended up at like an outlet or something. It's in some town that I don't know the name of. Um, anyway, but that's not what happened this week. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend we went on a Metro adventure, uh, to Pasadena and we had really great food and we walked around a lot. It was the first really hot day of three really hot days. Um, so we really, I mean, we were, we were suffering a little bit there maybe for a, a bit. Um, but we stumbled onto a chalkboard art festival thing. That was really cool. <laughs> That's random. 
yeah, it was really random, but it was really awesome. And, um, yeah, it was just a lot of fun that I really enjoyed that. That was one of the best things that happened to me this week. Yay. Adventure. Love it. What about you? What's the best thing that happened to you? Oh, I don't know. I'm feeling like on top of the world in this moment. So I have like 10 things I want to say. So maybe I'll just say a couple of them really fast. Great. Um, or you can take your time. This is our podcast. These are our rules. And if we want to edit it out, we can. Okay, great. Well, (laughs) I'll just tell you. Um, so as you know, Sally, our listeners, you may not know, I had something wrong with me. Last week, right after I got back from Mexico, I I think I had food poisoning, and I can't even blame Mexico. I think I had taken some leftovers on the plane, and they had been out of the refrigerator for like six hours before I ate I them. forgot about that. And I know that you're supposed to refrigerate food, but I like don't put that much stock in those kind of things sometimes. I mean, I do, but I don't. You know, and I was mm-hmm. like, this is healthy. It's healthier than airport food. I'll feel better if I eat this food that I cooked. Um so I'm blaming that. But anyway, I was so sick for three days. Um, so the best thing that has happened to me this week is not being sick anymore because you know, when you're so sick and you're like, am I ever going to feel normal again? <laughs> yes. You're sure that death is the, the only other option. <laughs> yeah. And I, I actually like went down this really deep rabbit hole of being like, oh my God, I hope that nothing serious illness wise ever happens to me because I don't think I could handle it. Like, I don't know how people deal with chronic illness, chronic pain. If, if anybody listening has anything chronic like that in their life, like, Oh my God, I love you so much. And I'm so sorry that you're dealing with that. And I hope it gets better. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Anyway. So that was good that I'm not sick anymore. Wonderful. Uh, then I decided I was going to do a juice cleanse. Well, I had already decided before I got sick. Um, but I've said that a million times and never actually done it. So this time I was like, I'm really going to do it. And then my boyfriend, Matt, was like, I'm going to do it with you. And that surprised me. But I was like, this is great. <sighs> and then I was going to order the juices online. But the delivery dates didn't work out. So I called a physical location and we got in this like kind of argument over a coupon. She was like, you can't use your online coupon in the store. And I was like, well, lady... I said it nicely. I didn't say it sassy like I sounded just now. I was like, okay, I totally understand, but, like, what would you suggest? Because I have this coupon and I want to do this cleanse. And then she was like, well, if you buy the juices in the store instead of online, it's almost half the price. And I was like, why are we fighting about a 10% off coupon right now? Why didn't you tell me that 15 minutes ago and I'll be there in 10 minutes? (laughs) You know, like, ah, so anyway. We got our juices, and they cost half what we thought they were going to cost. It was incredible. So good. So good. Um, and then my last thing that I'll say is that I had lunch plans with a friend yesterday, and, you know, it's like we were planning to hang out for a couple of hours, and then it's like seven hours later, and we're still hanging out, and... That is just like always the most fun and you do Mm. nothing but talk and she's learning to read tarot, which is not something that I really know a lot about, but she gave me the most gorgeous tarot card reading and like everything about it just from like being in the energy with her to the cards, which were 
so beautiful that I really want to just buy the tarot deck and frame these cards and hang them all over my walls. <laughs> and then the message that came through was also really, really gorgeous. And I'm so thankful. And it was such a gift to receive that from her because she's just learning. And I know that it can be nerve wracking to kind of put yourself out there when you're learning an intuitive art, mm-hmm. but mm. it felt like pure magic. I love that. Oh, so, so those good. are my things. <laughs> I love those things. They're really good ones. I'll add that. Uh, one of mine is watching game of Thrones last night. <laughs> oh, don't say anything. I haven't watched <laughs> Okay, well, the only thing that I'll say is that it was, it's my favorite episode now, and I'm just really happy that that happened. I don't like Game of Thrones that much. <laughs> I know that's like an unpopular opinion, but I can, o- I, I really only watch it so that I can have something to do with Justin, <laughs> and because other people watch it, and so it gives me something to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. but, so I, I only kind of watch it like, oh, okay, yeah, that was good. That was cool. Oh, I didn't hate that episode. Great. Um, but last Well, I know night, you're a big fan of Jon Snow, though. Don't say yes. anything. I'm a big fan of Jon Snow. Away. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm very, you know, very cautious. Um, <laughs> I'm like freaking out over here. <laughs> my fingers in my ears. No, it's like, just, blah, blah, blah. but it was just so good. I was just so happy <laughs> that it really, that I loved the episode. And then it was great because then we got to watch it again, which is not uncommon. I, Justin watches all the episodes a lot of times. Um, so then we watched it again because one of his friends came over to watch it. And then by the time that we did that, then the Collider recap was up, which Collider movie talk is a thing that I am obsessed with. And now they've got like a whole lot of other things. And one of the things that they do is recaps for Game of Thrones. And I love them. And usually we have to just kind of like sit around and wait for the for the recap show because, um, you know, it takes them a while to record it. And... But then by, since we got to watch it twice, then we got to watch the recap show right away. And we were both so excited about it. You watched <laughs> it twice really in a row? Yeah, we watched it twice in a row. Oh, I like thought you meant like a couple minutes. days later, we decided to watch it again. But you like, you were like, Game no, of Thrones is over. It Let's just happened it last night. I know, but I don't know. I, I don't know. That yeah, doesn't make any sense to me at all. So <laughs> Justin does this all the time. It'll be like, you know, he'll watch the episode and then a friend of his will be like, oh, hey, can I come watch the episode? And he'll be like, great, you know, let's watch it again. He also just watched it this morning. He watches it. He watches them constantly when they come out. And so this is not the first time that I've had to watch an episode back to back, but it was the first time that I actually wanted to watch an episode back to back. (laughs) So that was really thrilling. It was it was really great, guys. Oh, my God. I can't wait to watch it. I'm so far behind because I haven't watched since... um... Before I went to California, which was what, like, oh, three weeks yeah. ago? Yeah, that was the first thing that I did was when we got back was uh, then Justin and I watched the Game of Thrones that I had missed. I think maybe we'll watch it tonight. Oh, That's boy. That's great. Good. Have fun. Well. Okay, have fun. Uh, speaking of Justin. Um, yes. Everybody, I would like to introduce our guest for today, who is Sally. Woo! <laughs> um, Sally, a year ago today... You and Justin had your first date. Yes, indeed. Tell me why that matters. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> I didn't mean that to sound bad, but you, you know, like people are like, I go on first dates all the time. Yes. Well, because he's now my boyfriend, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> um, and I, 
I mentioned also in the episode about home that, that it, one of the reasons that I stayed was like, then I started to like have roots here. And one of them was having a boyfriend. That was a big deal. Um, even though we didn't know that I'd stay here when we first started dating, but yeah, I guess that's why it's significant. We're still dating. He's Yay. my boyfriend. I, I mean, I'm now living with him, I guess, even though it's unofficial. Um, I don't think that living with someone can really be unofficial. Like you either are living with them <laughs> or Well, but not. it wasn't like, Hey, like, can I move in? Or like, Hey, Sally, do you want to move in? It was like, yeah, so... but all of your stuff is there. Not all of it. Most of it's in storage. Okay. But it's not like you have another <laughs> domicile. Right. No. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, this is, this is my primary residence. On, okay. On well, before we go any further, <laughs> Sally, I would like this to This is already the best you. episode ever. I know. Sorry. Everyone, yeah, I hope, I don't know if anyone else is enjoying this. I'm having a blast. Um, I would like to invite you to take a moment and shut your eyes and take a really deep breath and <sighs> go back to a year ago today, a year ago today, mm-hmm. before your date. How are you feeling? I was feeling really curious. I I feel like that's always your word. (laughs) Well, I've only had two episodes. (laughs) But yes, I guess because, well, I think it's because that's kind of how I approach new situations in general. So maybe we can just skip that in any episode (laughs) that's mine from now on because probably I was curious. Because, I mean, I... You know, it's, it wasn't that I was excited, although I was, and it wasn't that I was nervous because I don't really get nervous for dates anymore. I've dated a lot. Um, you know, so I was just kind of like, oh, I wonder what this will be like. This is my first time dating someone in LA. That was my first, my first, first date in a really long time. Um, so I was just like, oh, I wonder what, what'll be here for me. And you know me, like I go into every situation, like I'm going to learn something or I'm, and, or I'm going to teach something. So that's, that usually drives my curiosity too, where I'm like, Ooh, I wonder what I'm going to learn about myself or about life in this situation. You know, you saying this out loud makes me realize that I think maybe now I do more, but like in the past, curiosity is not a word that I would usually use to describe how I approach anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think maybe now I'm starting to, uh, it's such a good energy because it's totally open. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, there's possibility. Mm-hmm. And I love possibility. And it's got movement. Mm-hmm. If you're curious, you're not sitting still. You're like, yeah. Looking under the bed to see where the Christmas packages are hidden. Uh, yes. I thought you were going to say something about a monster or something, but yes, the Christmas. Oh packages. no, I'm not curious about <laughs> monsters. I'm terrified. I like just as an aside, when I was little, I did always think there was like monsters in the closet under the bed. And I would like jump from my bed to like kind of clear it a little bit so that I wouldn't have to get close to like the under the bed space. That's amazing. I love that. That's too good. Anyway. Yes. So I was curious. That's how I was feeling. And where did you go on your date? Okay. So we went to... Um, a restaurant in the Grove. Um, I want to say that it's called Marmalade, but I'm not a hundred percent certain. Um, we went there, but before that, so I had walked to the date 
because I walk. That's my thing. That's one of my things. Uh, and so I walked, it was about an hour and a half walk. I'm pretty sure. Maybe it was only an hour or maybe like an hour, 15 minutes. Um, I'm shaking my head at you right now. I'm like, <laughs> you're like, that's a normal, that's a normal, that's, a, that's for me. That's like, you know, the average, my average walks are somewhere between an hour and an hour and a half. My limit is two hours. If I can't walk there within two hours, then I'm probably not going to walk there. Um, but I had the time, I had the time and, but it was really hot. I remember. And so about halfway through the walk, I was like, you know, what would be really great is getting a mani-pedi (laughs) (laughs) because there will be air conditioning and probably water and I need a manicure. Um, and so that much extra time in. Yeah. Well, because I, you know, I like getting places early and I didn't, I feel like I didn't have anything to do that day. And I figured that I would just spend the time in Barnes and Noble. Like if I got there, like I would get there really early and then I would, you know, I would spend the time in Barnes and Noble. Mm. Um, yeah. And I was still like getting to know LA at that time. So everything was kind of, you know, fun and like new and like, Ooh, I'll, you know, I'll, it's the Grove. So like I'll hang out at the Grove for people who do not know. It's like a shopping mall, I guess, but like outdoor. It's fancy. Or at least it was when I was in LA, like 10, 15 years ago. (laughs) It's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. And you know, people go there to like hang out and stuff. So I figured like, Oh, you know, I'll like go in the shops and I'll try on clothes and I'll hang out at Barnes and Noble and it'll be great. Um, so I, I ended up getting a mani, a manicure. I don't think I got a pedicure. Um, because, you know, I was walking, <laughs> I was still practical and <laughs> was like, well, I would need to wait a really long time for my toes to dry since I'm walking the rest of this way. Um, so I didn't do that, but then he ended up being late cause he was got out of work late. So I did end up spending time in Barnes and Noble anyway. Um, did you buy anything? I don't, I think that I bought something for my sister. She was going to Spain maybe. I don't remember when she went to Spain, but I, I remember I bought a travel book for her or two, or maybe I was going to buy a travel book and instead I just read it and told her about it. <laughs> um, so I was going to buy you a travel book, but I had some extra time. So what I did is I read the travel book and now I'm going to tell you everything I know about Spain. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember which of the two it was. Maybe I'm I bought sure she it, appreciated that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm really good at stuff like that. I'm really good at like recounting things. Oh, um, So yeah, so I did that. And then another funny thing that happened before we even met, I like, I went downstairs, we were meeting by the fountain and these two women came up to me. They were like some sort of Christian. I'm going to guess that they were like Jehovah's Witnesses or Mormons, because those are usually the people that come to talk up to talk to you. But I don't know. They could have been something else. (laughs) They just like, but I was completely thrown off because I had just texted him about like, Oh, like, you know, I'm here, I'm wearing the purple top, you know, whatever. This is, you know, this is where I am at. And he, I don't, I don't even think that I got his reply before these two women, like, were in front of my face talking to me about God and like church and Oh my community. God, you're like, is this data trap? <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking, it was really funny because it was the first time that I'd been approached, like, after being spiritual like before then, you know, I was like very closed off anyway, but instead I, I remember, I think I said something like, Oh, I already have such a loving connection to God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, I'm good. Thank you though. You know, oh, God yeah. bless you. <laughs> and like, meanwhile, he's like, you know, coming up behind them 
And so I see him like out of the corner of my eye, like, oh, look, I'm here with a person. Goodbye. Thanks. <laughs> I need to go now. <laughs> um, so that's, that's how I met Justin. He, I remember he gave me a look of like confusion and surprise because he, I learned later, he thought that I knew them. He thought that I had like shown up with people that like I knew. <laughs> um, that's funny. I guess just in case the the date was bad, but, or I don't know, but, um, but yeah, so that's how I met Justin. And then we went what to was... maybe Marmalade or whatever maybe it was Marmalade. called. What was your first impression? I thought he was so lovely. He had, um, on a white polo and I was like, Ooh, he looks really good in white. I don't know who this guy is, but he looks really great in white. He should wear white all the time. His arms are very muscular. So that was the first thing that I noticed. Mm. Not his smile, which apparently was very surprising to him and his friends afterwards. Cause I guess usually people say his smile. I was like, no, no, I was looking at your arms and how muscular they are. <laughs> oh, <laughs> your boy. smile's fine, but <laughs> those arms in that white polo, good work. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's hard to look at a face when you're distracted by a good body. Yeah, well, I really, arms are, like, my thing. So The whole time I, really I was, like, really saying like that arms. out loud, I was like, are people going to judge me for what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. They can judge all they want. <laughs> True. Oh, boy. And how did the date go? The date was good. It was a good date. Um, I don't really remember this because I'll be very honest with you. You have a lot of, like, male people in your life, yeah. some of whom are friends, some of whom are more than friends, mm -hmm. but nothing that's ever, in the time that we've been friends since a long time ago, nothing that's ever been a relationship, and it's always been a little hard for me to keep track, so yeah. I don't know that I've told you this before, but I, it's not that I don't pay attention to you, but it's hard for me to hold on to the details about, about the guys in your orbit until yeah. I'm convinced that they're actually important. I think that's a normal thing. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, oh, I feel like I just got a big weight off my chest. <laughs> I'm really glad. Like, Sally, half the time I don't know who you're talking about. That's fine because, you know, a lot of the stories just blend together. I Even yeah. when you – sometimes you say things back to me. And I'm like, who was that? Like when you talked about the guy who couldn't taste food or whatever, I was like, oh my God, that guy. I don't remember who that was, but I remember See, that that was true. That was a fascinating detail. Y'all, Sally dated this guy who couldn't <laughs> taste food. And so he just like didn't care about eating really. And yeah. like, we love food yeah. a lot. Yeah. And, and I, she really liked him too. And I was like, how can you entertain the possibility of being with this person? What will your life be like? You'll be miserable. We'll never go on double dates. Like, yeah. no, that's true. And I mean, really you ultimately you were correct because he's not in my life. I don't even remember who that was anymore. I think he was a photographer. Was it that guy? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, it doesn't matter. We're talking maybe about he, Justin. Maybe he did. Okay, right. We're back to, <laughs> back to Justin. Um, okay, so our first date, we had dinner. It was, it was good. I remember that it, I mean, it wasn't like the best first date I've ever had, but it was a really good date. And I, and I thought that he was a really cool guy. Um, I was intrigued. I was like, okay, well, I, I would go on another date with him. I, it wasn't like so good that I was like, oh my God, I can't wait. 
but it was really good. I don't think I've ever told him this. I hope he doesn't listen to this episode. Uh, I mean, I don't have anything to hide. Yeah. Um, and he was there too. I'm sure he would describe it the same way. Um, but then he drove me home because he thought it was absolutely insane that I was considering walking back. Um, well, it is absolutely insane, <laughs> just to be clear. Um, so he drove me home, but then that was when I think things were interesting. Um, first of all, he has like, I call it the ghost door. His door, like when I opened it, started to close by itself and it freaked me out. What door? His car door? His car door. Oh, okay. I was so scared. I was actually like legit. Like he thought it was a bit like he thought I was like joking. I was actually <laughs> scared. I was like, why is your door closing by itself? Why this would is you not be normal. scared by that? I don't know. Cause I'm weird and things scare me <laughs> very easily scared. This is why I can't watch stressful television. I so like I'm- that like big things don't really scare you anymore. <laughs> like poverty or like not necessarily having a home, but you're like that door that closes on its own. The door, terrifying. it really scared me and it threw me for a loop. And so that then it ruined the moment where we might have had a kiss. Aww. So then we didn't have a first a kiss on our first date. Um, so then I, and then I, you know, whatever I laughed. Was it awkward? It wasn't awkward. I mean, maybe it was awkward for him. I was too busy being scared. <laughs> I oh was legitimately God, I scared. I thought that you were like doing the bit to get out of kissing. Aww. That would be terrible. I'm oh going to ask tell him. him that that's not what was going on. Yeah. I mean, well, now he, he knows you. He knows that I was very scared. <laughs> <laughs> and we did talk about when we did have our first kiss. Cause I told him this was recently, like a few weeks ago, I think, um, that I was, uh, like confused about the lack of first kiss or like kiss on the first date. Cause I was like, Oh, maybe he didn't like it. Maybe he just thought this was like a regular old date. Maybe he just drove me home. Like as a courtesy, like he's just, you know, I don't know. Um, and cause he's I was like, you know, you could individual. Yeah. He's very, yeah. He's very courteous and respectful. Um, so I told him, I was like, you know, you could have kissed me cause we didn't end up kissing until the end of our second date which our second date was pretty long and it involved multiple locations. So I feel like he could have, like I kept thinking that a kiss was going to happen and then it wasn't happening. And so I was like, I don't understand what's going on. I guess maybe we're becoming friends, (laughs) but you know (laughs) me, I mean, that's fine. That happens to me. So, um, as you said, I date a lot of guys. So, or I've dated, I used, I've dated a lot of guys. I don't currently date a lot of guys. Um, (laughs) I just wanted to be clear on that. Um, so, so yeah, so I said that he could have kissed me earlier, but it just, I guess it just didn't happen and it was fine. Our first kiss was good. It was great. And then that was the end of our second date. Our second date was really where the magic happened. It was really like, we got really comfortable really fast. And so it felt like we already had a groove, even though it was only the second time that we were hanging out. Um, and so I think that's when we both both like, oh, this is something. This is, I like this. This is, let's do mm-hmm. some more of this. Mm-hmm. So that was really where, where the magic happened. Oh, boy. Well, I want to, I want to shift gears a little. Uh-huh. I feel like, okay, we talked about your first date. We've been having a lot of fun. Uh, let's get, let's get really serious. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, it doesn't actually have to be that serious, but I want to know, 
a little bit how you were relating to the idea of a relationship in that mm. moment. Because, I mean, I don't think you have to give your whole history here, but you had been without a relationship for how long? I don't remember. A long time. Uh, I'm like four, trying to count. Three, four, I don't. Time. What's time? Yeah, who knows? A long time. <laughs> years. Yeah. Several years, yeah. And not like two years, like multiple years. Yeah. So, how were you feeling about the idea of getting into a relationship? I was very open to it. Um, I thought you were going to say curious. <laughs> I was curious. <laughs> no, I was really open to it, which I guess is just another part of being curious. Um, I wasn't pushing it, so it wasn't like I needed to find a relationship. Um, and really, this had been my stance for about a year at that point. I was like, I would really love to be in a relationship. And so if I meet somebody and they're great, I would love to be in a relationship with them. Um, and so if they are not looking for a relationship or they do, they have no desire in being in a relationship, then it's not going to work out. Um, and we can still like see each other or hang out or whatever, but like, I must, I was assuming like it wouldn't last for very long because I would want a relationship and they would not and whatever. But you um, were pretty clear. Like, I'm not just looking for casual dating. I am looking yeah. for someone who's interested in a relationship. Yeah. And I, I don't know that I like said it to people or like to the people that I was dating. I think I, that was just kind of like, I knew that. And so I was really open, um, whenever I would like start dating someone and then very clear then picking up like the signs of like, okay, well they're clearly not looking for a relationship. So this is not going to go anywhere. I think it's so interesting. Cause I think that just in regular day to day life, so many times we don't take the time to feel into what it is we really want. Mm -hmm. And so you'll start dating someone and you'll be like, I'm totally open to this. And you're casually dating for quite a while before you're like, Oh, actually I'm really wanting a relationship. And I could have told, you know, however long ago that this person's not interested. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I didn't know that. Like, I guess I just am commending you for knowing what you were looking for, even if you weren't saying it on the first date or whatever. Yeah, I will. I fully received that. And I will add that it took me a while to get there. I mean, I was, although maybe... Yeah. Think, yeah. Tell me about that. <laughs> you know, well, I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to like, remember like how this came about. I know that I, that really my realization that I was open to a relationship was when I was in Paris. So that was a while ago. So that was, I don't know, two, three years ago. I don't remember how long ago that was, but I still wasn't like, Oh yeah, I could do this relationship thing. I still did a lot of casual dating after that. Um, I think because at that point it was like, I knew that I would, was open to one. So I think maybe I still needed to figure out what that meant and like who I was looking for. And like, was I looking for the one? I mean, not, I, I think I, then I realized that that's not a thing that I need to <laughs> think about. Um, and that helped me be more open. Um, but yeah, so it was like a lot of conversations. I remember in particular with one of my best friends, Mark. Um, I know who Mark is. Yes, you do know who Mark is. Our <laughs> listeners don't know who Mark is. Um, <laughs> I was just saying, you know, I can't keep all your dudes straight. Yes. That one I know. Yes. 
Um, so Mark, he's great. And I had a lot of conversations with him because we casually dated for a bit, kind of off and on for a while. But so I I had a lot of conversations with him about relationships, both when we first started dating, um, because he was like, he was looking for a relationship at the time. And I was like, no, thank you. (laughs) Um, and so he kind of was there to sort of witness this evolution of like my coming to this realization that I actually would really love to be in a relationship if that's like a thing that was, you know, in my highest good. So, so yeah, so once I, so that there was probably like a year or year and a half of just like, okay, well, I'm just going to keep dating and seeing what happens and like staying open to things. Um, and also I think I was also kind of going back to like friends because a lot of the, you know, a lot of the guys that I knew I had probably at some point dated or hooked up with. So, um, so just kind of like looking at like, oh, well, what did I like about this person? What did I not like about them? Like, what are they like now? Um, I was just really open. And then it was about a year before, right before I met the photographer who maybe, maybe he was the one who couldn't taste food. I don't remember. But right before then, um, I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to like make it like one of my intentions. Actually, it was right after, yeah, the timeline works. It was after Beautiful for Life that year. Um, so that was two years ago, uh, that I was like surprised by how strong that was in my vision. So in my, one of my living visions, I had a relationship and I was Uh like feeling really excited about it and really grounded in it. So I was like, okay, well, there's something here for me. So, um, so then after that, I, I really only dated a few guys. Like there were two guys that I dated right after that. Cause I was just kind of like, okay, well they're, they're very different from what I would normally date. So let's see what's here. Like this, it's interesting that these are the two men that I've met right after deciding that. And they're very different from guys that I normally date. Nothing happened with them. though. <laughs> I learned very fast that neither of them was for me. Um, and this was the cop and the, I guess, mm. poet. Well, I called him the doter. So, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that guy. So life coach cop and the doter, um, dated them. And then I was like, okay, this is not working. Um, and then right after that, I met the photographer, life coach photographer. Um, and I was like, oh, this is great. This is a lot of fun. This is more of like the kind of person that I would date that he has the great qualities of these other two guys without the terrible qualities of these other two guys. So this is interesting. This is going in the right direction. That was really fun. Um, this is so interesting because it's like the way you're talking about things, it's like you try something on yeah, and then if it doesn't fit perfectly, you take it off and you're like, you know what I liked about that? I liked that it was blue. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so the next blue thing, you try it on, you know, and it gets a little closer every time. And I feel like that's how dating is supposed to be. Yeah. But that's not how most people date. Most people, they're like, they try on the dress. They're like, oh, it doesn't fit at all, but I just love this color blue. <laughs> I love this color blue so much, you know, and yeah. then they keep, they buy it or maybe, I don't know. I don't know how to take this analogy forward <laughs> to its conclusion, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand. Yeah. I don't think that it is the totally normal thing to, from a more detached place, say, you know what? This is okay. There are things that I like about it, but I know that there's something that's going to fit me better. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take this one off and look for the next one yeah. in a way that feels 
open and curious instead of in a way that feels um, coming from a place of fear that you're never going to find another blue dress. Yeah. I think by that point I had done enough personal growth where I was, and I was like curious about manifesting. Now curious is just like the word. Um, (laughs) I was like trying to master it or like learning more about it. And I think I just really strongly believed by that point, like I deserve awesomeness. And so if this is not awesome, then this not, (laughs) this must not be it. There must be something else. Um, and when things felt really good and went really well, but there was still something that was like a very clear, no, like this road is closed. Then I would just kind of ask myself why, cause that happened with the photographer guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, well, I know that I manifested this. So why? And I think it was really just to open me up to the idea of like actually seeing myself with somebody long term. Yeah. Cause even I though I knew that right. I wanted a relationship. Oh, yeah. Um, well now I lost my train of thought. What were you going to say? <laughs> oh boy. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, good. I think I was going to say that I do remember that you were really into him and that yeah. there was some disappointment and I don't know if strife is the right word, but yeah. that you were having some, it's not like you're like, Oh, this isn't working. Moving on to the next. Like you really wanted that one to work. Yeah. It would have been great if that I, well, at the well, time no, it wouldn't have. Cause well, yeah, at the time, <laughs> at the time I felt my feeling was like, Oh my God, this is, this is it. This is the one that needs to work out. Um, maybe but it, it didn't work wasn't. out because I was a very clear. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if he can't taste food, he can't be in our combined life. <laughs> That's possible. Um, but you know what I just realized is funny is he can't taste food and Justin can't listen to lyrics. Yeah, he can't listen to lyrics. That's which is its own thing. Yeah, I remember the only reason that I remember the guy, the comments about the guy who can't taste food is because whenever I told you something about Justin, you were like, why do you keep dating these weirdos? <laughs> they well, have these weird things. You got a guy can't taste food. A guy can't hear lyrics. What's going on? <laughs> I think that I have a valid question. <laughs> I think uh, maybe I'm just meant to really love what I love all on my own. And it's like, I need to love it so much that it's okay if the other person doesn't love it. For some things, not for all things. Like lyrics. That's like lyrics. Exactly. Food. That one's okay. Tasting food, not okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that's. So photographer guy, things just didn't work out with him. And then I only dated one other person after that, even though that was the most casual. I was like very, cause he was clear that he didn't want a relationship, but even though I, this was fun. I was like, there's no way that you attracted me to, as a dating partner. If you're not, if you don't want a relationship and lo and behold, he now has a girlfriend. Um, and so Cause I was like, that's not possible. I understand how this works. <laughs> I right, get like, energy. <laughs> I'm getting the hang of this law of attraction thing. Yeah. And there's, so there's no way that you are so against having a relationship if you attracted me. Cause like we very obviously attracted each other, you know, well, cause that's how life works. Um, so yeah, so I was like, you're co-creating something very interesting here, sir. But so we dated sort of, it was very casual. Um, I mean, we, I guess we spent a lot of time together. We did end up going to 
Las Vegas. I mean, we stayed together when we went to Las Vegas. We weren't, we didn't go to Las Vegas together. We just happened to go for the same thing. And so we stayed together. Um, and yeah. And so then I was like, but I was also very like, okay, well, he's not going to be in a relationship. So I'm not going to just be hanging around. Like he came to visit LA, uh, I don't remember when very soon after I moved or like decided to stay. Um, and we hung out and it was really interesting because I don't know what he thought that interaction was going to be like, but I was like, well, this is a very nice way to say goodbye to this chapter because <laughs> it's very clear to me that I am never going to see you again. Or, I mean, we might see each other, but like as friends or like whatever. Um, yeah. So it was, it was interesting because then soon after that I met Justin. So now we know a little bit about how you were feeling in terms of the idea of a relationship. And we know about your first date. Mm -hmm. How quickly would you say that you went from dating to being together? Um, I would say that it happened almost immediately. Like by the time that we had our like third or fourth date, it felt like I was in a relationship, even though we didn't, we hadn't yet decided that that was the thing. Um, it wasn't until September, late August, early September when I went to New York and I was like, so I keep telling people about you. I don't know how to describe you. Are you my boyfriend? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I, he said something really sweet that I know. I remember that. Yeah. Um, something like, yeah, if you'd like me to, if like, if you'd like to be my girlfriend, then yes. Or something, something really cute. I remember being adorable. Um, <laughs> those conversations are always so funny. I remember, I remember when Matt and I had that conversation and he was like, do I get to call you my girlfriend yet? <laughs> or something along those lines. And I mean, how do you say no to that? I know. I know. I guess people do say no, but <laughs> I guess so. Maybe, I mean, how do you say no to that? If you're like loving the person, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it felt really good, really like right away. So it felt like we were in a relationship. We were hanging out. Um, it was one of those things where like, we were seeing each other enough that we probably weren't dating anybody else, but we didn't really say it. And I also didn't really care. I realized after, um, because we hadn't had like the talk yet or whatever. Um, so yeah, so it felt really good, really fast. It felt like really comfortable. It felt like we'd known each other for a long time. And then he took me to Berkeley. Um, I needed I to you were get... going to say he took me to bed. Oh, hey. <laughs> That's right. Like, <laughs> sometimes I finish your sentences in my head, and then sometimes they're not correct. <laughs> he took you to Berkeley. Why did yeah. he take you to Berkeley? I needed to get something from my sister. I, needed, I had left my suitcase there, um, and so I needed to go pick it up. And it was like what would have been very stressful – like I was thinking it was going to end up being a very stressful thing, but within minutes of telling him that I needed to go do this, he was like, well, I could take you. We could have a road trip. And I was like, Oh, great. This Aww. is, this is wonderful. So that was our first road trip. It was very lovely. That's when you know, you've got something good when the person yeah. is like, let's take something that seems terrible and let's make it actually really wonderful. Yeah. So I really appreciated that. I, I thought that that was really great. And it made me really happy and then it made me feel, you know, really safe and cared for and 
tended to and all those lovely things that we like mm-hmm. to feel in a relationship. The thing that I remember most when I started paying attention <laughs> was when you started talking about how you felt that Justin just anticipated your needs before you would even say them. That's It was like as simple as like refilling your water bottle and bringing it to you or something like that. And I think it's so funny because that seems so simple, but you told me and I was completely won over. Yeah, I was too. I I had never, that had never happened to me before. He, yeah, that's like one of his superpowers. (laughs) But I guess maybe just with me. I don't know that he's like that with other people. But yeah, he totally would anticipate my my needs and then meet them. And they would sometimes be things that I didn't realize I needed until I had them. Like he would like bring a donut. Like he would go to 7-Eleven for something. I remember I like woke up at his place. He went I don't know why he went to 7-Eleven, but he did. Or maybe he like went out of his way to go to 7-Eleven. Either way, he brought home a donut. And <laughs> I was like, this is- I love donuts, guys. <laughs> if you um, couldn't tell from where the story is headed. And I remember just being like, oh my God, this is exactly what I need. This is amazing. How did you know this? It felt like, it literally felt like magic. It felt like he was a wizard. <laughs> I remember you <laughs> saying this that. This is great. This is mm. the best. Yeah. Does that still seem to be the case? Does he still do those things for you when you're in? He does when I allow it. I mean, there was a period of time there when I really wasn't allowing him to like anticipate my needs or meet my needs. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why is really. That? I don't remember why. I remember that I was like going through a thing. Maybe I don't know. Probably upper limiting in some way of just like things can't be this great. Like mm-hmm. life must be terrible. Um, (laughs) can't possibly be this easy to have everything that I need. Yeah. And so I remember that for a period of time there, I wasn't really letting myself even get to the point. Like I was just filling my own needs and like, you know, if he asked me if I needed something or whatever, I'd say, no, I'm good. Um, so there was a period of time where that wasn't happening, but it now it still happens and it's great. It happens maybe less, or maybe it's not that it happens less. Maybe I just notice it less because, like, maybe mm. it's just maybe it's happening all the time. <laughs> well, um, if that's the case. You should pay more attention. Yeah, I'm gonna. This is my new my new commitment that's coming out of this conversation is to pay more attention and acknowledge that awesomeness because it's really great and it's mm-hmm. so lovely anytime that it happens. And the more you acknowledge it, I think the more it happens. Yep, that's true. That's it's fine. this like amazing cycle. <laughs> yep, I love it. Well, so was there any time over the course of this past year where you doubted this relationship was where you were supposed to be? Um, I don't think so. Uh, was there? <laughs> I feel like you would know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I don't, so. I don't know. I, so I feel like way, maybe there was like one moment where you were like, this is challenging <laughs> and I'm trying I don't to know. think I, so the way that I view relationships is different, I think, than maybe most people do. Um, because like I said before, you know, I look at everything as like a learning opportunity as a growth opportunity. And so I'm usually very clear on like, well, what's here for me and 
you know, if there's nothing here for me, then okay, then maybe that means that it's over. <laughs> um, and so I just do my best to be very conscious and very present. And so as long as things are feeling good and things are moving forward, like within myself, like within my own growth, as long as I'm still growing and I'm still feeling really good, then I still feel really good about the thing. Well, that's like a really important distinction because you're like, as long as things are still moving forward. And I think that it would be really easy to be like, Oh yeah. Like she feels like he's going to pop the question in a couple months, but that's yeah. not what you're talking about. No. You're talking about like your own inner work continues to mm-hmm. move mm-hmm. Yeah. within the container of the relationship. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. I think that it's just the best way to go about anything. And so that's how I approach pretty much everything. I mean, you know, yeah, sometimes things, some things more easily than others and whatever. Um, but that's just, yeah, that's just kind of how I've related to this relationship. And so from that perspective, um, I just, I'm very like go with the flow is the thing that I keep thinking, but like not in that, like not in such a blase way, (laughs) um, in a very like active and conscious and like present way of just like going, just like continuing to move forward and seeing where it's going and like what's moving and what's it stirring up inside of me and all of that. Um, and that's how I view all relationships, like including friendships. So I, and I just think that a romantic partner I guess is, well, they're more, you're, you're with them more. Usually there's more time that's spent there. And and so it needs to feel really good and it needs to feel really comfortable and it needs to feel like both of you are adding value to the other person's life. Um, so that's the other thing, I guess, like, I feel like I add value to his life and obviously I feel that he adds value to my life. And so if that ever stopped, then I would be like, Oh, okay, well, something's happening here. What's what's up. Um, but that has not happened. So at no point have I really questioned it to get back to your actual question. Do you think that the way that you think and feel about relationships has evolved while you've been in this relationship? Um, I think more what happened was that it cemented it. So like I thought all of these things in theory and I practiced them in my friendships, mm-hmm. but because I hadn't been in a romantic relationship in so long, I was still kind of like, well, I don't know if this is how it's going to work. I just kind of assume that it will. Right. And this relationship couldn't be more different than your last romantic relationship. Oh really. yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. So, so once, you know, once I was like actually in it and like, going through any time that felt like uncomfortable or like awkward or whatever, just reminding myself like, okay, well, if I get present to what's here for me, then what shifts? Like, mm-hmm. then is it still like terror? Is it terrible? And this is a sign that you got to go or actually, is this just a growth opportunity that you're not liking? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's usually the case. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I feel curious now to, I like, don't know how to, frame where I'm wanting to take the conversation next, but to, I have seen secondhand through you, um, Justin's growth Mm -hmm. and evolution. Mm -hmm. I think that is in large part due to the relationship. How, how do you feel about Justin's growth and the role that you play in it? I love Justin's growth. It's been really fun to witness. Um, I love 
the thing that I've maybe that I love, one of the things I love the most about Justin is that even though you think that he's not paying attention to what you're saying, <laughs> um, and that's just cause like, he's, I don't know. I mean, cause he's a man and so he's not going to like have a five hour conversation with me the way that maybe like you and I would about something or whatever. <laughs> um, and you know, and just like the way that he is. So like, I'm not always a hundred percent certain that like the things that I'm saying are landing. I just kind of trust that like, okay, I say what I need to say and then I move on. Um, but he really does like absorb it all. And then if he can take action on it, then he does. If it's like something that's actionable, then he moves. And that's really amazing. And it's really special. And it allows me to see his growth very, in very clear ways. Um, and it's like some of the things that he says are, (laughs) are really great. I remember something, I don't remember why, I don't remember the specifics, but I know that this weekend when we went to Pasadena, he said something about like, he used the word require, Mm. which is like what I do. (laughs) I remember the first time that Matt used the word require in front of my mother and it's her favorite story. She loves that. Like she tells that story all the time. I love it too. It's so good. And so like just something like that, which I didn't even call it out or anything, but like the way that he like said, he said something like, well, I don't know what, you know, I don't know how else to make clear what you require or something like that. I don't, something like that. (laughs) And I was like, this is great. (laughs) Um, so yeah. So like the, the way that he uses language has has shifted and the way that he approaches, yeah. And the way that he approaches situations has shifted. And also I think just like his willingness to like go along with me (laughs) on my ride is great. Like he doesn't have to get it. He doesn't have to understand that. Like I am. Cause like I'll say, I'll talk about things like as, as a co-creator, like, well, you're co-creating this experience and like, this means X, Y, Z. And like, what do you think that this means for you? And I'll talk about my own stuff like that. Like, he'll be like, Oh, well, that's such a bummer. And I'm like, well, you know, it is a bummer, but I co-created this experience and I, I understand that it's teaching me this and blah, blah, blah. And so, um, I think that it was very easy. He did it maybe a little bit in the beginning where he would just feel like, this is weird. Okay. Um, <laughs> not yeah, engaged. Used to be like, I don't understand the words you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Justin never like came right out and said that, but I'm sure that that's how he was feeling. Um, but now he like really like goes on the ride with me and like, we'll be like, Oh, well that sounds, that sounds excellent. <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> um, it's so funny. It's like, they kind of learn. Um, and I guess by the, I'm just talking about your boyfriend and my boyfriend. I can't talk about anybody else's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like, they kind of learn, like if they don't get it to kind of just smile and nod <laughs> and be like, yeah, yeah, babe, that sounds great. <laughs> I feel like Matt does that to me. Sometimes, Which is great. So. Sometimes it's all you need. You just, yeah. like, I don't need a response. I just need a witness and exactly. you're a great witness. So thanks. So but then what's great is when they surprise you and they like say something that lets you know that they were listening a lot more closely than you realized. Totally. Absolutely. And then you're like, Oh wow. Yeah. That you just use that word that I use all the time or like, <laughs> Oh, you just framed that the way I would have framed it. Yeah. My favorite thing was still when I was stressed out about time, like making it on time for something. And <laughs> Justin out of nowhere was like, well, Sally, you always have more than enough time. I was 
like oh my heart my melted. I was like, oh my God, you pay attention. This is great. <laughs> and now you're like telling me the thing that I'm always telling myself and you and everyone else. This is great. You're right. I do always have more than enough time. Mm. It was so good. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm just having this moment of loving both of our boyfriends so much. They're the best. They're so great. great. Yeah. I love them. Oh, boy. Lucky girls. Mm -hmm. Can you believe that it's been a year? It feels like a lifetime, but also like a blink of an eye. (laughs) Matt always says... Anytime we have like an anniversary, I'll be like, can you believe it's been three years? It'd be like longest three years of my life every time without fail, um, which I do kind of think is funny. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It, it feels interest. It's interesting that it's been a year. I feel like so much has happened in that time and it's been really fun to have someone to share that experience with in a lot of ways or a lot of those experiences with or a lot of aspects of particular experiences or whatever and to get to know somebody new again is really fun too i mean i feel like we're constantly learning new things about each other and that's fun Mm. keeps things interesting it makes it an adventure i always try to tell matt new things about me and then he's like yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) i like tell him from some story from when i was six he's like yeah i know that (laughs) i'm out of stories (laughs) That's I'm out okay. of new things to say. That's all right. I think I that that's know. good. It makes me think I'm going to be like a terrible old person who just tells the same stories like over and over and over. Well, isn't that like the thing that they do? Isn't that like... Yeah, I think so. It's <laughs> At endearing. At least you've got really good ones. Yeah, that's true. I do have some good ones. Well, and I mean, part of why like Matt has heard your stories is because now he's like in the stories. So it's like you're not going to tell him a story like that he was in. So you'll have more stories when you're older, but they, cause you're not going to be telling them to Matt. I got to find somebody new <laughs> to tell the stories to. Right. Yeah. Just make a lot of new friends all the time. I told Matt the other day, well, it wasn't the other day. It was a while ago. Um, that sometimes it makes me sad when I'll like get excited to tell him something and he'll be like, I already know. And I was like, sometimes like you could pretend like you don't already know and just let me tell you. Um, so I think he does that sometimes. (laughs) Oh, that's so sweet. This is what you have to look forward to. You guys have been together a year. We've been together three and a half. This is great. When Justin knows all your stories, don't have to be like, could you just like maybe pretend like you don't already know everything I have to say (laughs) sometimes? Well, I think it, I mean, and that, I mean, there are things that happen, like I travel. And so then we'll like, when we come back together, then we'll have things to share. Cause like, you know, then we missed a week or however long of each other's lives or two weeks or whatever. Um, although then it's sad if there isn't anything <laughs> like this last time around, I was, he, he was just so grateful that I was back. And I was like, well, why? I mean, I love it, but what's up? And he was like, I was really bored and lonely. And I was like, Oh uh-huh. no. <laughs> You know what I, um, what I have found that within a relationship, I really don't like texting very much. Like, and I, I mean that in a very specific way. I love a random, like, I love you text or like, I can't wait to see you text. Or, you know, there's like the logistical texts, like what time are you going to be home? Or like, does this sound good for dinner? 
But when you text back and forth with someone all day, then when you finally see them, there's nothing to say. I mean, I understand that, but I, I don't, I think it depends. Like sometimes there's still stuff to say. And also sometimes you don't need to say anything. I know. I'm not bashing texting. I guess I'm just saying <laughs> that I like to not be so, I think in, in three and a half years together, I've learned that I actually really like to have space from each other in certain ways throughout the day or the week. Or I was also thinking like on vacation, Mm -hmm. like if you're apart so that when you come back together, there is like all this new material to talk about together. Yeah. And to be like, Oh, I have things I want to share. You know, I sometimes wonder if that's part of the problem in relationships where like, we don't have anything to say to each other. It's like, well, I don't know. Constant communication is not always the best. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, it's, I'm, I'm hot. down with that. Okay. I'm really hot. I'm on the first day of a juice cleanse. <laughs> I'm getting maybe my blood sugar is a little low. That's I not understand true. what I you're great. saying. I understand <laughs> what you're saying. I agree with it. And I, I mean, I'm a person who requires space in general in life. So I understand that. I think that it doesn't, I don't know that I connected as much to like, then you have, so that then you can have something to say, but that is a very lovely, like side effect of it. Cause like, for instance, when we're gone, uh, if you couldn't tell from my sharing that before, when we're gone, we don't really like when we're apart, we don't really communicate that much. Um, like we will every so often, sometimes we'll FaceTime. Um, although he hates FaceTiming. So like sometimes we'll FaceTime and whatever, we'll like do like quick catch ups or whatever. But otherwise, I mean, there are like even big things that'll happen when we're apart that then I don't find out about until after. I was like, I, he told me something really great. Like he gave me an update on one of his projects and I was like, what, what, why am I just learning about this now? I've been back for so long. <laughs> oh boy. So, I dig it. <sighs> what is your favorite memory? from this last year with Justin? Oh boy. Um, Oh, Oh, I have a really good one. My favorite memory was when we were at his sister's wedding in Florida. Um, and he danced on the dance floor. (laughs) Now (laughs) I, I don't think that even I realized how big of a deal that was. I knew that he didn't dance, but he like, I didn't ask him to dance. Like, I wasn't like, oh, let's, you know, can we go dance now because people are dancing? Like, he just grabbed my hand and, like, went onto the dance floor and he started dancing, which, I mean, he's the cutest, terrible dancer on earth. Um, <laughs> it was so good. And, but then all of his relatives and, like, everyone was just like, how did you get him to do that? And I was like, I, what do you mean? I didn't do anything. I just showed up <laughs> just up here. He's the, it was his idea. I don't think anybody believes me. I thought that they, I think they thought that I was like trying to be nice or something. I don't know, but it was all him. And I think like once I, the dancing was fun in and of itself. I just thought it was the freaking cutest thing on earth. But then having everyone re- respond to me, like even the next day where they were like, Oh my God. Like, how did that happen? He, I've never seen him dance. And I'm like, how is that possible? <laughs> um, cause even that, that, even that for me, that wasn't the first time I'd ever seen him dance. I mean, he dances like randomly sometimes cause we're silly people. Um, but yeah, so that was, that's my favorite memory of many, one of many. 
but that one is that one stands out. You just said something that like really struck a chord with me. You know, as we're like talking about our boyfriend's growth and the growth within our relationships. You said, how did you get him to do that? And then you said, I just showed up. Mm -hmm. And like, on one hand, that sounds like an oversimplification, but on the other hand, it doesn't. Yeah. It's like, if you show up as all of who you are inside your relationship, I think it encourages them to do the same. Yeah, for sure. And I know that in the past, in my past relationships, I probably have really underestimated the men that I have dated. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I also know that I haven't, in past relationships, shown up fully as myself the way that I do in this relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And this is definitely one of, I mean, it's certainly the first actual relationship where I've like post unmuted expression, post showing up fully. Um, but even in like dating, um, I probably like, I really went for it very soon. Like, you know, I was myself. Well, I mean, I was myself on our first date, but I think like part of the magic of our second date was like, I was just like, I don't care. I may never see you again. So I'm just going to show up as all of who I am. <laughs> that's, that's me. That's what I've got going on. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that that's really important. And I think that it's, and that's one, something that I learned from, from my former fiance <laughs> or like being formerly engaged of like these things that you don't know, like these parts of you that you don't really show the other person. And then you get surprised when you're like, when the other person is surprised when it's like, when you show part of you that they've never seen before. And then it's like, well, right. But you've never shown me that you've never mentioned this before. I've never seen this person before. Who are you? Where did you come from? What's going on? And then like, you can't be surprised when the, when that's the reaction. Um, and that's something that then you have to deal with like overcoming that quote unquote, Mm -hmm. or it's like, you don't need to do that. Why? That's just adding unnecessary drama and stress. So I think that that's something I was really conscious of going into this. I think it's sad because I also think it's another way that's contrary to the norm when it comes to dating. You know, like I think that the norm when it comes to dating is like that you like want to show up as your best self. Mm -hmm. But I think that there's a, misidentification about what that means. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you really do want to show up as your best self in a relationship, but that includes all of who you are, not like your best yeah. self. I'm going to hide away these pieces that might not be so great. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's interesting because I was like debating whether or not to use that phrase, but it, I think it's the best phrase because it really does mean both things depending on mm-hmm. who's speaking. Yeah. Agreed. Boy. Well, I'm glad that you met Justin. Me too. He's great. Justin, we love you if you're listening. (laughs) Do you think that he listened to this? 
Um, I don't know if he will. He gets so embarrassed. I was going to say, do you think if he was listening that he made it all the way to the end? Oh, I think that he, yeah. I think that if he's, if he's going to listen, he knows that this episode is coming. So if he, if he's going to listen to it, he's going to listen to the whole thing. I'm pretty sure. All right. Well, Justin, if you're listening, which I hope you are, um, thank you for being the man that you are. And I'm so thankful that you're in Sally's life. Me too. (laughs) So Sally, if you could go back to a year ago today and talk to yourself as you were waiting for Justin to find you in your purple shirt on your first date, what would you say? I would say, don't freak out about the ghost door. Just have the kiss instead. (laughs) Just have a normal first kiss and don't be a crazy person who gets scared about nonsensical things. (laughs) It's just the door. It doesn't, it's okay. The car is not possessed. There's no weird thing happening. Just have fun. (laughs) Maybe don't open the door right away. Maybe, you know. Just stay in the car. Just stay in the car. Just make out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, that's all, folks. Love it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, Sally, who, not who, where can mm-hmm. people find you on the internet? They can find me at Sally Simply on social media, and they can find me on SallyMercedes.com for my singing and writing, or on UnmutedExpression.com for my like work paid work, I guess. Well, I guess sometimes I get paid for writing. Anyway, for my unmuted expression work. (laughs) What about you, Tyler? Um, I don't know. I was thinking about this section. I was like, do people really need to find me on the internet? I don't know that they do. (laughs) I have a website. It's tylafowler.com. Um, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Tyla M. Fowler, as in Megan, because that's my middle name. And most importantly, you can find A Year Ago Today. Where can they find A Year Ago Today? On Facebook. You can find on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I mean, I guess just Facebook. They're yeah, all the we same. Don't tweet. At A Year Ago Podcast. Um, and you can also email us at A Year Ago Podcast at gmail.com for your stories or just to say cool things. Um, also, you, uh, we read our reviews, or I read them, so you can also leave a review, and all any of the things. I love reading our reviews. I think they're great. They or you could happy. just leave us a rating, which is a lot easier than leaving a review in iTunes. It is a lot easier. They make it really difficult, which is frustrating, but <laughs> we love ratings and reviews, and we love you for listening, and if you enjoyed listening to this as much as we enjoyed talking to each other, I hope mm-hmm. that you'll share it with somebody else that you think might enjoy it. Maybe with your significant other. Ooh. That would be fun. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, I think that that would be a lot of fun. And then you guys can grow together. Yay, growth. <laughs> I love growth. It turns me on. It's really great. Um, you can also subscribe, P.S., if you liked what you heard. Definitely subscribe. That way you can catch our future episodes. And if you like our intro outro music, you can follow Zena Hell, Z Y N A H E L, on social media Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I think those are all the plugs. Oh, boy. That was exhausting. Way to go. Way to go, us. <laughs> all right. Until next time. Bye, all. Bye.